Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Actually Very Good, the show where we talk to New York people with New York stories. The highest mountain to climb is the mountain of living truthfully. In these five boroughs, we have eight million high mountains. Before we get started, I want to give a special thanks to the dogs of the NYPD. Now, normally I don't like to take sides in what is right now a very hot cultural debate we've been having about humans versus dogs, but this weekend, a police dog saved my life. A couple of weeks ago, I got hit by a car. So over the weekend, to help with the lingering physical pain, I went to Central Park to buy weed. Unbeknownst to me, weed dealers in the park don't take credit cards. He got mad and started yelling at me. As I held the weed in my hand, a police dog smelled it and attacked me, scaring the weed dealer away and stopping him from yelling at me more and possibly killing me. So thank you, police dog. My life was saved, and my trial date is set for November 8th. Now, on to the show. I met my first guest when I caught him stealing batteries from CVS, and I turned him into security. Please welcome Derek Footage. Hello. Hey, Derek. Thank you so much for coming by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no problem. Uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, boy. Um, where, where to start? Where, well, first of all, I just want to th- thanks again for having me, having me on the show. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's important to kind of first thing to know about me. When people first see me, um, they think that I'm, I'm like a jokester, you know, that I'm like that I'm doing something that I have like I have an evil plan you know, like mm-hmm. up my sleeve or something. Evil um, plan. Yeah, but I'm not like that at all. I, I wanted to tell you right now, I have no, nothing up my sleeve. I'm pretty straightforward. Um, it's just unfortunately, I have a really um, crooked nose and sometimes that'll come across as like sinister. Um, so so yeah. people are being, they're profiling you. Yeah, no, now that you put hmm. it that way, they definitely are. Wow. Yeah, I'm for sure. Sorry to hear that. No, no, thank no, apology accepted. Yeah, I know what it's like to be profiled. When I walk into a store, people tell me to leave. I'm not going to be able to fit into anything there. So, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, when Sorry. I walk into the, they're like, you can't wear this jacket. It's made for dogs. And I said, I've done it before. Watch me do it. Yeah. 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 So I guess we were kind of related on that topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, I don't know. Ever since I was a kid, you know, first of all, I've always wanted to live in New York you know I've always wanted to live here um and I I moved here for school I um I started taking classes at Bernard College um it's oh a, at, at Bernard College yeah it's a it's it's an offset of Columbia University it's um yeah it's like a mostly a female college up in uh up, up in Columbia mm-hmm. yeah so you went to this is Columbia Sister School, Bernard College. Yeah, yeah. And you did not go to Barnard? Uh, correct. I went to Barnard College. It's a, um, it's right next to that school. Wait, you went to Barnard or Bernard? I went to Barnard. <laughs> I went to Barnard College, which is up next to Columbia, near Bernard College. Does that make sense? <laughs> it was a really hard school to get into. I'll tell you that much. Well, that's good. What did you study there? Uh, I studied uh, to be a veterinarian. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
but then I've, I switched I've majors a few vet- times. Okay. Why? But yeah. Why? Yeah, their veterinary uh, end program is supposed to be top notch. It was supposed to be one of the best schools in the nation. Yeah, it was supposed to be, but it turned out to not be that great. Um, I would I would be doing my homework assignments, and you know, you went to college, right? Yes, you, I you did. You had homework. Oh, thank you. Yes, I did. Oh, cool. Well, all of my assignments that I had, you know, I would try to do a little extra credit and I would go out and, you know, so veterinary class, like my first veterinary class was how to make animals love you. That was the number one class that I took. And I would go out there and I would find animals that I was like, this animal, I'm going to make love me. I'm going to definitely make love me. And I would, uh, I would like, you know, talk to it. I would name it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would bring these, these animals back into class and the professor was just never satisfied um, with with my work um, and the reports I would write and like the the playlist that I would set up for these animals. Um, it's a very it's a very disappointing experience. So I ended up transferring. So you could not make an animal love you, so right. you left. Correct. And what did you transfer to? Um, I transferred into uh, a physics class. Uh, what kind of physics? Um, Astrophysics or... Earth uh, sciences. Earth sciences, yeah. okay. Physics of earth sciences. Mm. Yeah. But you know what? I still loved animals. I have to tell you, I, I loved them so much um, that it was during my time in my earth science track that I was like, you know what? I don't need a degree to love animals. And so I started my own, uh, basically as my own neighborhood watch, where we would go around and we would basically find animals that were in need, you know, um, mm. in need of some love, and we would rescue them. And, you know, we would take them in, we would feed them, we would get them back back up to, you know, full health. And, um, yeah, so, so that's kind of where that started. And... Now, would you take animals, uh, where were you getting these animals, just from the street or from yards or uh, animals that were neglected? Yes. All of the above? Yes. Now, did any of the animals that you took, uh, did they have owners that then suddenly were wondering why they were missing? Probably. You know, I think about that a lot. I probably do. But most of these were, I would say 98% were birds that you would find on the street. Something about New York, you might not know this, but there's 438 species of birds in New York State, and most of those are also in New York City. Um, and a lot of these that, that I kind of find myself rescuing were, were birds, pigeons, um, sparrows, house sparrows, um, different types of sparrows. So, yeah, I, I just kind of I fell in love with them. You know, I feel like they loved me too. Yeah. You finally found an animal that would love you back. That's right. That's right. You know, and um, I was like, these animals need to be taken care of. And, you know, I have to say most of them were dead. Most of them were dead. But like you would still take them into a vet. You know, you would still take them to vet. Like, hey, help me. Help me. Help me do something here. You know, this animal's in pain or it was in pain. Help me help me do this and um it got expensive i'll tell you that it got really expensive but how, ex- um, how expensive 
you know, I would say that the first time I took a burden, $35 to fix. $35. Mm. Um, wasn't that bad. But then I really got on a roll and I was like, okay, you know what? I found I found this vet that was on the corner of 160th and Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, vet Dr. Charles. Um, and I got to the point where I could turn, take in one one bird for $35, two birds for about $65. If I could get up to like 10 birds at one time, they would fix them. $200 though. Um, and that, that added up because there were days when I would bring in a hundred birds and um yeah it's just not you only have so much love to give you know but definitely have less money and where were you working at at this time um at this very time i was at a cvs you know i was um i was just like a stock stalker Mm. i was a stock boy Mm. a stalker i was a stalker yeah well cvs Yeah. yeah So, and you worked at CVS for how long? Um, I was I was there for about three semesters after school. So after school ended, you were there for another three semesters more. Correct. Oh wow. Yeah. And that's a that's a great job. Now, did you graduate with a degree in physics, or did you get something uh, a different degree? You said you switched majors a few times. Yeah, I've switched major, uh, majors a few times. I finally ended up um, graduating uh, with a liberal arts degree. Mm. The great liberal arts degree. Mm-hmm. I have one of those myself. Oh, <laughs> cool. Well, maybe we can share photos of our degree sometime if you want. That sounds good. I still have mine framed in my bathroom. Oh. It's the only wall big enough in my apartment to fit a degree. It's a big degree. Yeah, well. Or a small wall. It's a small wall. Oh. So you fixed all these birds. Uh, most of them were dead, though? I would say a lot of them were dead, you know, and I just felt every bird needs a proper bye-bye, you know, and so I, I actually brought some birds with me. Oh. And what I would actually do is... Is this what the bag is? Yeah, this bag is, is filled with some of some some animals that i found um mm. some of them one of one or two of them are still alive but i would sing sometimes to to these birds as their final m- moments in life i would i would hmm. give them a nice peaceful goodbye um and i i don't know I, I don't know what kind of fcc rules you have over here but if we if you wanted me to sing one i could sing sometime during 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 this to kind of give you a taste of yeah of well ritual is. why don't you get one out oh okay yeah um and uh any of them that are close to death just yeah oh uh, here this one this one is chauncey oh it's a pigeon yeah it's chauncey mm-hmm. i found i found this one at uh in harlem mm-hmm. um have you ever been to harlem no i have not well you'll never get to see this again in, in Harlem because it's okay Chauncey um, as you can see Chauncey is full on dead um, <clears throat> you were a bird you were a bird flying in the sky then something came awry Something came awry. You were a bird, you were a bird, flying in the sky. 
Now you die. Now you die. Now you die. Goodbye, sweet baby, John C. Wow, that was... Here's Frederick. Oh. You were a bird, you were a bird, flying in the sky. You fly so high, you fly so high. You were a bird in the sky. Then you die, then you die, then you die. Goodbye. Goodbye, sweet baby. Wow. Here, this is Sam. Oh, okay. Sam is uh, still a little alive. Um, can you can you hear? Can you see its? Uh, can you see its heart beating? A yeah, bit? yeah. It's a very young bird, just born. It was when I found that it, it was in an egg. Mm. You were a bird. You were a bird. You were a bird. Flying in the sky so high, then you die, then you die. Goodbye, sweet baby. I get a little emotional, you know, yeah. but it's, it's what I do. And um, what's great is each song is slightly unique mm. from the other songs. It's yeah. beautiful, beautiful. I've actually, I've never thought uh, to sing to animals as they're dying. This is fascinating. Yeah, you know, you should. Do, would you like to sing a song to one of these birds? Oh, uh, okay, sure. Here, just reach in the bag and pick one up. Not that one. Oh, okay. That one is, um, that one's food. How about, how about this, uh, blue one? Oh, yeah. It's a blue jay. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a blue jay part of the sparrow family. Mm-hmm. Do I have to kiss it like you did? Oh, no. No, you should... First of all, just do whatever feels right in your heart. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to kiss it. Hey there, little birdie. I assume you flew. I never saw you fly. But I believe it's true. Because you're a bird and now you're dead. Now you are dead. Now you are dead. Now you're all the way dead. <sighs> well, that was really bad. I, I, sorry. I just these are oh uh, these are my love my love birds and sorry. I I, I hope I didn't hear that. Oh, um, uh, sorry. I didn't. I. <laughs> Sorry, I guess that's just what came to my heart when I saw. No, you're right. I. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, no it's I okay. No, I put you on the spot, and um. You know what? Anyway. I'll do. I'll try another one. I'm yeah, try yeah, another yeah, one. yeah, yeah. All right. Is that? Mm. All right. right there, you, you uh, have you have Christopher. Ah, Christopher. Yeah. You were a bird, and now you're here, and now you're not, and now you're dead. We're going to put you in the ground where you belong uh, before you were in the sky, and now you're going into the ground. That's okay. Uh, goodbye. Was that a good one? Was that a g- no, I thought that was a, uh, that was a really good one. I okay, you just rolled your eyes when you said that. It just said, I don't know if you rapped because 
this was an urban bird. But you didn't have to. But if that's what you want to do, that's fine. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, no, uh, you know, sometimes there's, it's really, I think it's, I appreciate that. Thank you. So how many, you've got this whole bag of birds and you're just going to sing to every single one of them? Yep. 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 Um, some of them I might take to, uh, Dr. Charles, um, see if he can fix any of these. Um, what do you do uh, once they're dead? Do you bury, I brought you some you bury soup them? if you wanna if you want some soup. I just made some soup. Oh, what kind of soup? Um, it's New York New York chowder. Um, if you if you wanted some. Oh, I, you know, you I love the it. debate between Manhattan chowder, New England chowder, Rhode Island chowder. Uh, Manhattan chowder, so uh, it's got what the tomatoes in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Manhattan chowder's got tomatoes in it, and it's got meat in it, and it's got mm-hmm. the it's kind of type of bisque in it. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll leave you a cauldron if you want. Yeah, that sounds great. Cool. I love yeah, yeah. soup, meat, yeah. clam meat. I assume. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 a high protein meat. So um, mm. yeah, cool. Okay. And also, if you wanted to donate money for the soup that would be cool too the proceeds help me pay for um my um my my bird care operations uh so i think you never you didn't answer my question Uh i guess about what what do you do when the uh when the birds are dead do you bury them i brought you you an arts and craft necklace Mm. if you want to wear it um as you can see there's some Cheerios on here and there's also some, some claws and, um, yeah, it's a good luck necklace. Um, a lot of people native to New York wear these for good luck. Mm. So I don't know. I'll just, I can, if you wanted to give a donation for this, um, for this jewelry, you can, if not, no, no big deal. I'll give you one. Give you a, give you a, yeah, no, uh, sure. I'll, I'll take a necklace. Sounds, sounds, uh, cool. Yeah. It looks a little scary, but uh, you oh, know, uh-huh, I'll, I'll yeah. wear it around. Maybe uh, scare people yeah. on the subway. Yeah, you, you, New York's scary, you know. So uh. yeah, uh, so yeah. What do you do with those birds when they're when they die? And I mean, goodness, so many birds. What you know, yeah. you gotta bury them somewhere. Go down to Greenwood and got a plot for them, or uh, yeah, you know what? I actually made you this um, this little toy bird. Um, if you want to give it to, to some of your animal, if you have a dog, it's, uh, just made you a fun little toy for your dog. It's a dog toy, cat toy. If you wanted, if you want one of those, I'll take donations if you have any. That's Chauncey. You're just trying, you're handing me Chauncey right now. Um, no, I'm not. I see Chauncey in your hand. I remember the song you sang to him. And now you're saying he is a toy? Um, yeah, look, um, don't tell anyone this, okay? I, 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 it is a, this is Chauncey, and, um, that soup might have some carbs in it. Carbs? Yeah, might, might have more. Might have might have some more stuff than. <sighs> Look, I just feel like that we're all part of the earth, and 
reuse, recycle. That's kind of kind of my thing. Um, but I'll take take donations. Guess what I'm saying is that, yeah, these are I use my friends. I use my little bird friends, and I I, I do recycle them. I'm sorry. That's upsetting. Okay. Well. We'll taste the soup. I mean, I'm going to get cold. (laughs) All right. Well, I might as well give it a taste. I've been eyeing it. Yeah, it's really good. Mm. You're tasting soup. You're tasting soup. The soup tastes good. Mmm. Well, Derek. Goodbye, Frederick. Oh. You'll be digested now. Well, Derek Footage, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you. It was a interesting tasting soup. Yeah, can I plug my GoFundMe? Yes. Cool. I have a GoFundMe page, and um, if any listeners like to support the the bird arts, um, please please find my page. It's um, just Derek Footage slash Birdie. Thank you. Thank you, Derek Footage, for coming on to Actually Very Good. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Now, I met my second guest at a house party in Woodside, Queens, where every guest was forced to show up dressed in costume as Dan Rather. Please welcome Nan Swink. Well, hi. Uh, Thanks so much for having me on. (laughs) Oh, of course. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Absolutely. I was Uh, thrilled to be here. (laughs) Yeah, when I saw you at the party, everyone dressed as Dan Rather, and I thought, now there is an interesting Dan Rather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. My husband, uh, Kirk, and I certainly like to do it up. Uh, Mr. Swink, if you will. <laughs> ah, Mr. Swink, if Mr. you're nasty. Swink. <laughs> That's S-W-I-N-K. Swink, with Swink. a K. <laughs> uh, what is, is that a German name or is it a... It is a German name. Mm. You've got a you've got an ear for last names, I can tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very German. Wow. Very, very German. Uh, maybe the most German thing uh, about us, I'd have oh. to say. We don't necessarily dip too much into our heritage. Uh, of course, it's on Kirk's side of things. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I adopted the last name, but Mm. which, you know, nowadays might seem a little bit uh, old school, (laughs) but uh, I I decided to take the plunge. (laughs) Now, what was your original last name? Oh, it was um, uh, Mission. 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 No, mission. Mission. Yes. Hold the S. Mission. 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 Yes. Yes. Lovely, lovely name. Mm -hmm. Mm. Thank you. Now, uh, Nan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, well, (laughs) it's hardly an opportunity that I get to talk about myself, but uh, (laughs) here we go. Well, uh, as you said, my name is Nan Swink, and I'm a 58 years young woman, and uh, I guess I like to spend my time, you know, you can often find me uh, up at the uh, Bronx Zoo as a volunteer animal docent. I like to spend a lot of my days and afternoons just kind of up at the zoo, and uh, I teach kids about, kids and adults, um, uh, various things about the animals they have up there. Oh, wow. What made you decide to want to be a volunteer? 
Well, you know, I I started going to the zoo as a young girl, Mm. (laughs) as a young, a little nan, if you will, (laughs) just a little nan going up to the Bronx Zoo. And I just fell in love. I thought it was just magical that you could see all of these animals. They were so big. And, and, you know, I thought to myself, you know, well, gosh, it certainly would be nice if somebody could I don't know, maybe tell me a thing or two about it. Because, you know, those little plaques they have, it's like, what, am I here to, I'm not here to read, that's for darn sure. (laughs) I'm here to look, right? Exactly. Look and listen, so. Wow, so were you the the same Nan Swink that actually founded the docent program Uh. at the Bronx Zoo? (laughs) I thought it was, I thought there can't be more than, five nan swinks in new york are you the one i am the one and just to clarify that there are only two nan swinks in Ah. new york state rest in peace absolutely yes as no longer with us yes as you know yes um yes i am the nan swink that has started the animal docent program we are volunteers Mm. we are uh, a tribe of about six volunteers oh um, wow and we are very committed to our personal mission of making sure that each each guest at the zoo has a very special experience there. Mm. Now, do you have a favorite and a least favorite coworker? Oh, I'm going to put you on the spot. You I'm gonna put, I love gossip. I love gossip. Well, I'm certainly now not going to let my co-volunteers listen to this. You're really putting me in a pickle. But I do have an answer for you. Absolutely. Mm. Um, I would say my favorite uh, compadre <laughs> would be, um, oh, well, it would be Emily. Um, she's mm. new, but I've really kind of taken her uh, under my wing, if mm. you will. And it seems like she's going to become quite the, the next Nan <laughs> whenever I have to pass the Nan baton, oh. swink baton, if you will. Wow. Um, and then my least favorite is a hard, it, it's definitely Dave. Mm. Definitely Dave. Uh, he seems to go rogue a little bit too much. Ah. Um, you know, also, he is a bit too friendly with some of the zoo staff, and mm. he knows that I have a bit of an issue with the Bronx Zoo staff. <gasps> really? Um, absolutely. You know, there is a bit of a rift that has happened, and I would mm. say it's on their end, mm. um, because they know that I need the cart for my brochures. They know this. Mm. Now, what cart? Uh, is this and I I have to say I agree I've never been in a rift that I started oh never it's always someone else and I and I I can't believe it I <laughs> so know. I 100% believe it is on their end thank you so much of course I've got your back I, I really appreciate it. fighting experience yeah <laughs> if, if it needs to get physical <laughs> I'm pretty good at taking a punch. (laughs) Sometimes it does. Oh, you know, you gotta be, you know, we're living in New York City. It's true. You've got to be prepared. Yeah. Um, And so it is definitely uh, a bit of a, 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 it's it's a bit tense at times, Mm. you know, when they see us. Um, And I have gotten... I have gotten into fisticuffs with a few of the staff, um, Mm. you know, when they know that I have to, I have to be able to transport Mm -hmm. my brochures. Okay. Of course. What are you going to do? Carry them? You know, there are too many 
And mm. I am volunteering, mind you. Mm-hmm. This is volunteer. This is on my time, mm. right? This is Nan's time. Yeah. And so they know, you know, they know mm. that it's my cart. They know that it's my cart and and I always keep it right inside. It's I place it inside the education building because that's the closest spot to where I park. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and they know that I come in every day at 10 a.m. and I need to restock my handmade brochures that I made, by the way. I made the brochures. Wow. Okay. A takeaway. All right. You know, I've got some about zebras. Mm. I've got some about the Komodo dragon. Ooh. And these are all handmade, all my own time. Mm. All volunteer time. Okay. Mm. It's all my, and, and I come in and occasionally I look out and one of the staff has the cart and they're using it to transport feed over mm. to the animal cage. Mm. And I'm like, you have access, okay, to something, to another cart, okay? Yeah, to something that uh, the Bronx Zoo has probably purchased for them. They have definitely purchased. And might I remind you that all of this is on my own dollar. Mm. All these brochures, I'm printing myself, baby, okay? Mm. That's, that's Nan's A money, cart Nan's that you time. probably brought from home? Well, I didn't necessarily bring it from home. I will admit that. Mm. I, it was a cart that was there. But, you know, nobody was using it. Mm. And I started my docent program. And, you know, it was all sunshine and roses Mm -hmm. starting that docent program. And they were like, Nan, thank you so much, Nan. Wow, Nan. You know, and so I started uh, using the card because, you know, nobody uses it. But it's just like as soon as you start using something, all of a sudden everybody wants a piece of it. Everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm, I know that till well. Absolutely. And so now, you know, it's gotten it's escalated. Mm. You know, it's escalated. Um, I have uh, found some of the staff on social media and I have had to, you know, make sure that they understood that mm. it's not their property and that I'm going to need it. OK. And mm. that if they're going to uh, find themselves removing it, well, then maybe they're going to find themselves removed, <gasps> if you know what I mean. From. Well, let's just say that they're going somewhere that ain't nobody mm. going to find them. Okay. Mm. Let's just say that. And let's just say I have, I have several times on several occasions, um, you know, found an address or two and I have gone to an apartment and I have left, um, you know, they, they have old uh, rat feed where they have dead mm. rats at the zoo. Mm-hmm. And I have found myself in the stock room getting some of the old rats and I have found them and put them at the doorstep of some of these staff members as a reminder Mm. that I am not somebody that they should be messing with. Wow. Now swink, uh, that was a, that's actually a classic uh, German mob name. Am I correct? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you'd have to ask Kirk on that one. Um, He's definitely, he has done a 23 in me. Uh, one of the uh, genealogy, online genealogy tests. Uh, we love that stuff. Mm. You know, we love anything that kind of takes us back into our history. And I've definitely sort of adopted a mm. lot of the uh, history uh, to be my own. Uh, and so, you know, I think the roots do have maybe some, uh, you know, some 
some ties to some of those, you know, but, but people had to do, you have to do what you have to do. You have to do what you, know? you have to do. Absolutely. So what's your favorite animal at the zoo? Oh, my favorite animals. Well, you know, I really love the capuchin monkey. Ooh, that's the little guy from Outbreak, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, look at you have done your homework. Have you gotten one of my brochures? Uh, I just happened to see every Kevin Spacey movie oh! I can. <laughs> hasn't he is a treasure absolutely so hot absolutely what a sexy man Mm, and still single (laughs) is he yes maybe we've got chances well maybe absolutely (laughs) ah so the capuchin monkey what Mm -hmm. about it uh, makes it your favorite you know i really enjoy um the way that they tend to protect what is theirs and that when, you know, another capuchin monkey comes over and tries to grab the little block out of its to- out of its hands, mm-hmm. you know, that the, the capuchin monkey that, that had the block first uh, will start to beat the other monkey mercilessly oh. until that other monkey realizes that that's not their property, that they shouldn't touch it and that wow. they should leave it be. And that if they don't leave it be, that they're going to get schooled. And that they're going to get uh, put in their place. So I guess I just, I really respect that as a, um, you know, as a philosophy, as a a point of view. Interesting. Um, So I think, yeah, they're very fun to watch and just cute as a button. Oh, so cute. Little white puffy faces. Absolutely. What did you do before you uh, were a volunteer docent? Oh, sure. Well, I was a um, nurse for several years i worked in uh god's work you you know it is a thankless job Mm. that is for certain Mm -hmm. definitely a thankless job um you know i i i did reach my point where um you know i i needed to step back and um you know it wasn't necessarily my choice uh but you know sometimes the hospital comes to you and says nan you are getting physical with the patients, um, you know, that it is not necessarily your clipboard. It is just the clipboard for the room. Um, but I stand by the fact that that was mine. I brought it in and that that mother should have known better. Okay. Mm. Because I was her daughter's nurse. I was her nurse. Mm. I'm the one that checks the chart. Okay. Mm. So I, um, I was told to step back hmm. from my position, um, but you know, it's all for the best because it allowed me more time to volunteer, more time to, uh, you know, docent, mm. teach people about animals. More nan, more nan time. More nan time, indeed, absolutely, yes. Yeah, I find it interesting, I, uh, interesting parallels between being a nurse, being a caregiver, mm. and volunteering your time to teach other people they seem related what in your personality or in your past makes you want to help other people in that way sure well you know I've always felt like I just had more to give Mm. you know some of us are givers yes some of us are takers Mm -hmm. and I've always identified with the givers Mm -hmm. and I've always looked at myself and I've said Nan now you look like you are just overflowing with information and with ability. Mm. And I'll be damned if I'm not going to put those two to use mm. in some way that helps others and make sure that 
others know that Nan is on the scene, that Nan is going to take care of them and that you're in good Nans. <laughs> That's just a joke Kirk and I say to each wow. other. Wow. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a funny one. <laughs> it's definitely a, a popular one in the swing household. Yeah. I said, is that a Louis C.K. joke? <laughs> a Louis C.K. joke? I would never... I would oh. never st- take a joke. No, no, it's that's just a joke on my part. <laughs> oh, okay. I stole that oh. from anyone who watches Dane Cook shows. <laughs> oh, of course, Dane Cook. Yes, yes, he he has. I I did. I I saw that my Louis brother, episode actually. And Dane Cook, my older brother, is it? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my! But um. That's fascinating, I gotta say, as uh, well, as somebody who watches comedy. doesn't I, talk to me anymore, so... Oh, Dane does not no. communicate with his own sister. No, he does not. He talks to every other member of our family except oh for gosh. me. Oh, wow. Apparently, I, uh, well, I used to be uh, a bit of a wild child. Oh, well, who who hasn't had one and, of those in their past? Uh, crashed my car into his car. Oh, Some, into several his times, car. yeah. And uh, broke his. He broke both his arms and one of his legs. Wow! I pulled him out of the car and then started punching him in the face. So, yeah. um, well, might I ask? Uh, the the onset of the crashing of the car. What exactly happened prior? To uh, the crashing. Okay. Well, guilty as charged is what I will say at the end of this sentence. Uh, was I having a bit of a rough time because uh, he was on, you know, all these episodes on NPR and I wasn't allowed to be on the radio? Guilty as charged. <laughs> sure. I was pretty upset. And then what really put me over the edge was I was driving drunk. And just saw his car was black with yellow stripes on the side. So I thought it was a parking spot. Oh, of course. It was not a parking spot. It was his car. Wow. So. Powerful. mm, So it was a a combination of uh, driving drunk and uh, not understanding, uh, not having a very good depth perception i suppose you know that can certainly happen to the best of us Mm. Uh, i know that i have uh in my past uh maybe had some minor indiscretions with uh you know the uh the elixir we call alcohol (laughs) (laughs) Uh, certainly certainly have and uh, i can certainly relate Mm. Uh, specifically i can think of a very recent episode uh where uh, Kate, <laughs> ah. Kate, uh, she is a um, animal handler at the mm. zoo. Uh, she was backing her car up, uh, and she had um, taken my parking spot, the one that I park in every day. Uh, and she was backing her car up, and uh, <laughs> I may or may not have, uh, you know, rammed uh, the back of my car into the back of her car just a few times too many, uh, just to give her a little bit of a, hey, hey there, uh, I see mm-hmm. you, and uh, don't ever... 
don't ever do that again kind mm. of thing you know just a just a real real quick tap you know just a few few rams in the back and uh you know i did get a bit of a talking to after that but um again i am a volunteer right i you am, cannot be fired i am a volunteer it is my own free time um and what we do outside of work is uh is our business mm. you know so uh, i was just a it was just a light message you know to say that nan's here Okay, and was the message uh, received? Absolutely, she transferred. Oh, mm-hmm. she look transferred at you. to the uh, Central Park Zoo. Ah, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Downgrade. Absolutely, it is mm. much smaller. Not as many animals. Not mm. as good a quality. Yeah. No docent program. <laughs> no, sir. Well. Mm. <laughs> So you, you'll be hard-pressed to learn any information about animals there, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I tried to learn about animals there. Did not learn a thing. Absolutely <laughs> not. I mean, we're not going to read. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Oh, certainly not. Now, if, you, if there's one, let's say, in 100 years, Nan Swink has passed away. We all mm. feel the passage of time. What in the Bronx Zoo or... Heck, the entire Bronx area. Mm-hmm. What would you like your legacy to be? Wow. You know, that is a powerful question, and I thank you for it. Um, I have thought about this, uh, Nan's legacy. What am I going to leave behind? Uh, what will people know me best for? Uh, and, you know, I got to say, I hope it's that, um, you know, people know me as Nan, the, of course, the woman who uh, started the docent program at mm-hmm. the Bronx Zoo. Um, but of course, I would love, um, first and foremost, to be known as somebody not to fuck with. Mm. Mm. Nan, thank you so much for coming on the show. I feel like I, I learned a lot. Oh, thank you. I feel you. like I, I found who I would like to be in 10 years. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This was really, truly a pleasure. And mm. I promise you to give you the best uh, tour of the zoo. Anytime you're up there, just... Uh, I would love it. You know, I would please, love it. Just let me know. Absolutely. Now, uh, I'd like to go ahead and introduce the two of you to each other. Nan, this is Derek Footage. Derek Footage. This is Nan Swink. Hi, Nan. Derek, it's an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's really great to meet you also. It's really great to be here again. Um, real quick, though, um, Steph, I didn't get a chance to mention my age. I didn't know if that was important or not. Oh, uh, no, please go ahead. What's your age? I did not want to say it on this. I just wanted to make sure that wasn't a big deal. Oh, okay. Well, sure. that's, that's fine. It's mm-hmm. just since while you bring it up. If you want to go ahead and just... No, I'd like to refrain from saying my age. Can I make a guess? Oh, yeah, Nan. Go, g- give me a guess. I'm going to say you are 41 years old. Oh, no. Ooh, are we playing Price is Right rules? Oh, is it? You can't go over? Ooh, are we playing... Pri- if we're playing Price is Right rules, well, I'm going to go 42 because you definitely look old. Oh, boy. No, um, g- go colder. Oh, colder. okay. So, we'll so 40? Colder. 39 and a half. Colder. 39 and two months. 
colder. Certainly, it's not younger than thirty-nine. I thought forty-one I'm, was a I'm crazy really, guess. Uh, I'm I'm bottoming out here at thirty-nine. Colder. My my age is is cold. It's less than that. Okay, less than that. So must be. <sighs> Are you sure you're not tricking us in your fifty? No, I. I probably have some disease from handling all these birds, but I was I was born. I'm a millennial. You're a millennial. I'm a millennial. I'm yeah. So your birth date is in the 2000s. Is when you were born. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> is that how it works? I'm. Yes, you were born in the millennium. You were born was, in the millennium, so therefore right. you're a millennial. Right. And I went. I went to school. And you went to school. You know, I was going to say, I did hear earlier that you mentioned Bernard College. Mm-hmm. And I will say that Kirk's nephew, Dirk, Dirk, goes, Dirk Swink goes to Bernard College. So that was so interesting that you mentioned Bernard. Wait, mm. Dirk Swink? Dirk Swink. Dirk, is he like, is he like six-ish foot? He is six-ish foot. Oh my gosh! No, I I've known Dirk. You did you meet Dirk? Oh yes. My goodness. He has very strong like back muscles. He does, really strong back muscles. He is a very strong boy. Um, mostly on his backside, though. I will say the front is not quite as strong as his back. Uh, yeah, but he's got very strong quad, or I'm sorry, hamstrings, hamstrings and glutes as well. That is it's such a small world when you think about it. It's really very small. He's an excellent ceramicist, I will say. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh boy, well, I do need some new bowls. <laughs> ah, yes, he does do bowls. He does bowls. He does vases, mm. and he does some more that he calls fine art pieces. I mean, Kirk and I don't see it, but you know, we take his word for it. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. You're really lucky. I am. You you okay? Yeah, you you've got all kind of tensed up a little bit. Oh, it's I actually have a man. I have a something I'd like for you to see. It's in this bag. If I just uh, oh please, it's at this bottom here. It's a it's this flying squirrel. Um, oh, it's actually named Kirk. Um, oh my, it's named. Can you Kirk. do anything for this, my buddy Kirk here? I know that. This flying squirrel? Yeah, you said you uh, you used to dabble in the old ER room. Well, I can... Uh, I mean, I always carry a bag with me of my own... Definitely not the hospital's property. It is my own property, and I will go to bat for that. That it is my property, not the hospital's. But I do have a bag of medical supplies on me, including yeah. needles oh boy, and some medicine, so I can see what I can do, certainly. That would be great. Oh. I know that if you touch it right here, it, it looks like it's laughing, but I don't know if it is. All right. Uh, laugh. Y- then you take it off, your finger off, oh. and it doesn't laugh. And then you put your finger back on, it laughs. And it laughs. And you move the finger around a little bit. Well, wait, just wait for it. Oh. It'll laugh. I don't know. Anything you can do to bring him back to life? Bring him back to life. Well, you know, it looks as if that the rigor mortis has set in and that it is just a uh, reaction of the nerves. Sometimes we have delayed nerves that will kind of twitch when we're already dead. Uh, But he looks pretty stiff. 
most other places. And he is certainly not alive. Uh, and, I, and as much as I wish I dabbled in the dark arts, I unfortunately don't. And so little old Nan here probably can't uh, bring him back. But Can you I, bring him back just a little bit? Well, you know, I could... Uh, you know, I... Kirk does dabble in taxidermy, and he has shown me a few things. And so it would be um, sort of a, uh, a serendipitous of me to uh, kind of maybe taxidermy this Kirk here. Uh, so maybe if I start kind of pinning this oh. here, and if I just tuck that there, and if we just kind of sit him upright just like that, and we put a couple of... Little pins in his jaw. You were a squirrel. You flied in the trees. You went from tree to tree real fast and then you fell on your knees. You were a squirrel. Goodbye, little buddy. Wow. So, uh, uh, Derek. It's powerful. Let's uh, go back to that Dirk thing. Uh, just question apropos of nothing do you have a significant other um well you know i consider all my all my all my birds pretty pretty important to me so i'd say that a bunch of a bunch of significant others i guess you don't need you don't you know that's it's really love is love is love so i can definitely attest to that absolutely i have definite fondnesses and love for my animals as well Mm. Yeah, it's really, it's pretty cool that you're into animals. Thank you so much. You know, I really do admire uh, you kind of taking it upon yourself to kind of collect these birds uh, in sort of a, a selfless act. You know, nobody's asking you to do mm. it. And I can really relate to that, you know, because sometimes people don't know what they need until you provide it. Yeah. And then they don't know how to not have it. And maybe they get mad at you when you start taking things a little bit too much into your own hands and you go into the animal cages and you try to fix things yourselves. And then all of a sudden people are yelling at you, Nan, get out of the animal cages. Nan, you shouldn't be touching the tigers. Oh, yeah. Nan, that's inappropriate. You shouldn't oh, yeah. be going in there. But you know what? Don't I'm listen. a volunteer. Yeah, do what you got to do. I'm a volunteer. Do, do what you I've got do. my card and I've made my brochures and people like the program and the service that I provide. Okay? So I absolutely empathize with your mission here, sir. It's always going to be haters. Thank you so much. That's absolutely right. Haters are going to hate. Nan, I, Steph, I don't know if it's okay for me to give gifts to, to other guests. But, oh, um, certainly. And I have this these feather gloves they're oh. gloves made out of feathers and i don't know i thought that maybe you would want them they look like they've probably fit fit your hands with your hands eight and a half oh wow you've certainly got a better eye for hands than i do for ages <laughs> because that is dead on yeah well, and again ahead. we're gonna try to figure out that <laughs> yeah, age i'm before really the show's perplexed over. because what besides 39 could he possibly be i don't know <laughs> i really i'm just puzzled well, I want to go ahead and let you know that MTV was on whenever I was a kid. Whenever you were a kid? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whenever that time was. MTV was a, you could watch MTV and Comedy Central. Those are two stations that I believe still do exist mm -hmm. and are still on mm -hmm. very frequently. Saturday Night Live was a big, was a big show that mm -hmm. people would watch. That's another one that is still current and still on. Mm. Yeah. Hard so. to gauge that timeline. It's not yeah. specific. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, Trump was around. Mm. I'll tell you that Trump was Trump was a same. Still. Yeah. He was on still magazine covers. Very broad mm, references. Yeah. I don't quite. I can't quite pin it down. Um, I'm not sure. Red, blue, and green were primary colors. That's just a fact. Mm. That, that's just a thing that exists in nature. I think red, blue, and green were primary colors. Maybe yellow. It is yellow. Is it yellow? Um, green oh. and those are secondary. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in design. They say green is a primary color, but in elementary school, it's yellow. Ugh. It's very interesting. Mm. Isn't mm. that funny about education? You never know what's right. You never. That's, you know, that's so true. And that's why we all have to take it upon ourselves to teach others what we know to be right. Mm. You know? Um, and, and I think that that's something that we all have to do. We're, we're constant teachers and students and that we need to act as such in the world to others. Mm. What's the, the biggest thing that you've learned in the last year and, and this is a question for both of you the most important thing you learned in the last year gosh um i have uh well i i guess the biggest thing i've learned is that um you know they do actually enforce uh restraining orders they do um, I, you know, I always thought like, oh, what, you know, what, what can they really do if, if, if she's going to put a restraining order on me and say, Nan, you can't harass me at my home. I'm like, oh, come on. What are they going to, who's really going to enforce that? And what kind of time do they have? And it turns out they do. They hmm. do enforce those who, things. Who does enforce it? Can I ask? The NYPD turns oh, out. Oh, the police comes yes, out. it huh. is a felony. Um, I have learned a lot, I guess, about the legal system just overall in the last, I'd say five, six years. Mm. I've learned learned a lot about the legal system uh, just oh. from minor indiscretions and again not on my part uh, just very smart thank you so much very with it it's cool what's the biggest thing you've learned Derek oh, oh my gosh Steph. well I was picking up um, some some birds last last uh, fall and um, that counts right that was within a year mm-hmm. and um, I was picking a bunch of birds and I'm taking them through uh, through NYU campus. Actually, I was down in that area. And believe it or not, um, PC stands for political correctness. It's not that you're like an IBM computer. Never thought mm. someone's like BPC. I was like, oh yeah, be be like a computer be like a computer and that made sense to me and then it's like no it's political correctness did y'all know that huh did you know that i did know that pc stood for political correctness but i also knew that it stood for personal computer and i guess i used the contextual clues of the sentence that was being said to me in order to piece together which one it was but i could see how that would be a bit confusing well like can you give me like an example stuff of what maybe where pc might be Maybe I'm a little still confused. Uh, cause sure, sure. Uh, don't use racial slurs. BPC. Computer. Mm. Mm. So see that in that example, Steph gave you the contextual clues of um, racial slurs in order to kind of clue you in that she was referring to political correctness, yeah. uh, not necessarily a personal computer. Mm. Maybe here's another one. We are a computer store. We sell Mac, 
and uh-huh. PC. Is Mac a drug? No, uh, Mac is a is it's a, a brand of a it's a, of brand a computer. Of computer. Apple runs on a different operating system. Mm-hmm. Man, do you want to take this one? Um, well, certainly. Uh, I do know the answer though because I'm not confused between personal computer or political correctness. So I am going to give the answer of personal computer. Mm, that um, is, yes, that's correct. Cool. Yeah, that's what I would have said too. I just want to, I want to hone in and I make think. sure that you did know which was which. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a, that's probably all the other examples you can think of a PC, but if there's one more, maybe I could, we could do a rubber match. Make make sure I got it down. Well, why don't we? Why don't you give us a sentence? <laughs> oh, the dog ran to the park. <laughs> that you know, that's my <laughs> fault because I didn't, I didn't specify that we wanted a sentence using your newfound understanding of PC. So technically, you were right. That is a sentence. Um, but perhaps just with your new understanding of the two differences in pc being political correctness or personal computer you could give a sentence exampling that usage uh yeah 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 um which use would you like for me to use let's do uh political correctness absolutely cool um it doesn't matter where you're from um if you're a Mexican, you can still use a computer, also known PC, as a PC. Now that's okay. interesting because hmm. you used PC correctly while being PC. Maybe you know that one is tricky. <laughs> that's a real tricky example you gave. Um. Can I clarify a little bit? Absolutely. We would love that. Um, most Mexicans I know do not have PCs. Okay. okay see, now in this example, um, I'm, you know, you actually gave an example of not being PC, uh, which is interesting. But you did use the personal computer pc in your yeah, sentence were you using pc as personal computer in in your sentence piece of crap <laughs> we've entered a third option <laughs> i have a neighbor that is always drunk always drunk and um you talking about my my nephew dirk <laughs> oh is dirk always drunk oh yeah he gets drunk and goes on the ceramic wheel oh yeah, may- maybe. <laughs> That'd be funny if, if Derek lived above me or somewhere. That'd be kind of crazy. But yeah, maybe. Maybe. My neighbor's always always drunk and is always playing playing music really loud. And I'm like, huh, go to bed, man. Is it is he playing Seal Kissed by a Rose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really loud. And it's really annoying. Is he playing? And it's on repeat. That's like the only song that's the ever. The one song. Yeah, it's the only song I hear. Well, that is, that is definitely my nephew Dirk. Wow, oh six footish, six foot. Is he? I'm strong back. Strong back. Yeah. Did you realize that you lived near Dirk? No, I don't think I did. I don't you know, you're sweating it. profusely. Uh, it's probably this bird allergy that I have. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, you know, I've got some medical supplies in my bag here that are, it's, again, I just want to emphasize that these are definitely my personal medical supplies, not ones I took from the hospital out of spite of revenge. But I do have some medicine that I could inject you with that might help with a little bit of that swelling that you have going on. You um, are. Yeah, just can we do the right stuff? Is that okay if we just yeah, inject? Go, yeah, go for it. Oh I, I want you to be healthy. That would be. Let me just open up my bag here. That'd be great. I have my needles. All right. Now, this is sort of an antihistamine, and then it mm. is also an antibiotic. It's a little blend that Nan made. My oh. own personal blend. Um, my so uncle's anti. He's an anti vaxxer? He's an anti vaccinator. Hmm. Well, that's. Are any of your cousins vaccinated? They must not be. Or are they. No, none of none of none of my cousins are have been vaccinated. They don't. We don't believe in that. But I'll do it right now. If, and if you feel like that's what I should do, I think that I trust you. You're. Oh, so you're not vaccinated either. No, no that may be what. Yeah. What all this is then? Yeah. You yeah. might have measles or measles, mumps or or polio. What? Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you think it's because of the neighborhood I live in? Um, you know, it's probably a variety of factors. The fact that your immune system has not been given the proper uh, protection against any of the diseases that just run rampant in our city. Mm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, then I guess I need to get vaccinated. Absolutely. Well, you know, why don't I give you a little bit of Nan's blend here? Oh. I'm just going to rub a little alcohol on your arm here. Just... Swab, swab, swab. In the movies, I saw that they do it in the butt. Well, you know, I'm happy to oblige. Um, it will... In- Wait, uh, you mean give shots in the butt or are you watching... Are you talking about an enema? No. Are you watching that, porn? No, no, I have never watched porn. But to give, really? to give shots, you it's like it's something about you get it, you get it, it's the fatty tissue of the butt's the best place to get a shot. Well, you know, I do have my own blend of suppositories. If you would like to put something up your butthole. I do have it. I've I've also, um, they're they're kind of encased in a special type of pill casing that I custom made. uh, My own, did it in my own spare time. Uh, Just kind of, you know, something... Something Nan's hands, Nan's, <laughs> I'm going to whipped up. So if you did want to bend over, I'd shove that right in your little butthole if you needed it. Yeah, that's cool. Let me just take Fred out real quick. Oh. Fred is one of my mini birds. I'm sorry, oh, you... Yeah, you just had a bird right up in there, didn't you? This mm. whole time? Yeah. Is that weird? You know, that might be the cause of a lot of this sweating and swelling and... And agitation that you're... Hmm. Yeah, it, you know, it already feels better. Yeah, your complexion has, has, at least the color has started to come back already. Yeah, you've uh. turned from almost jaundiced to... Oh, now you're... Get, it's yeah, pretty rapid. Nor- normal. Yeah, you look normal now. Oh. I will say it smells like shit in here. <laughs> um... It is very hot, and that you have just pooped out a dead bird. Um, oh no, bird, you were flying away. Now you're dead. Goodbye today. 
You should probably wash your lips. It's, it's definitely not sanitary. I do remember that much from my nursing days. I'm just going to mm. go in there for a second. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, I feel like I've learned a lot today. As have I. Man. As have I. I feel like uh, we've all kind of learned a little something. <laughs> Absolutely. We still uh, have not learned how old you are, but we've learned a lot of other stuff. And I'm hoping you now know the difference between PC and PC. Yeah, well, why don't we give you one last final confirmation on that? Because I, I do as an educator, as a volunteer educator, I would like to confirm that that has set in. Yeah, yeah, go go for it, Nan. All right. Um, so I'm going to say it is not... PC to talk about Mexicans and their usage of computers. And that one's a little tricky, okay? But I wanted to give you a hardball. It's an AP level question. Uh Absolutely. For this. Now don't get tricked. Cool. No, I got it. I'm perfectly I, I got it. Um so I would say that Mexican is the noun. Oh, and another bird just fell out of your asshole. <laughs> how many you got up there? Um, I think um, they're just tumbling out now. You've oh definitely... Oh, boy. It, it really reeks in oh here. boy. I mean, and I spend time in the cages oh with the animals. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to have to bleach oh that boy. couch. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Oh, oh it baby is. Baby hawk. Absolutely just. It is hot and it is really pungent. All right. Well, before. It, I mean, it, those have been up there for clearly a while. It gets oh, too, uh, too rough in here. I, I'd just like to thank you guys for coming on, Derek. Thank you Nan. so much. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. And I, I feel like we've really all learned a lot. Definitely have. I do have um, antibiotics for all of us because I feel like this room has become a bit of a biohazard. Thank <laughs> God. If we do want to stay back and just kind of get a little bit of Nan's... Nan's medicine. Yeah. Uh, that sounds great. Sounds, sounds great, Nan. Yeah, help us out. Absolutely. My pleasure. Oh, boy. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> this has been episode 10 of Actually Very Good. I'm Steph Cook. I'd like to thank my guests, Michael Williams and Nicole Adsit. You can find us at actuallyverygood.com, on Facebook and Instagram at actuallyverygood, and on Twitter at AVG Podcast. If you liked it, please subscribe.